let's get started. But first, a little reintroduction to all of our friends around the table. My name is Moretta Pettigrew. I will be playing the role of Miss Tallulah Beauregard, the Human Ranger. My name is Katie Downey, and I will be playing Zell Orme, the Triton Cleric slash Rogue. My name is James Stiver, and I will be playing Jack Russell, the Halfling Paladin. My name is Kenneth D. Nichols II, and I'll be playing Lucius Coldeye as a tiefling sorcerer. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Stellar Arcanum. Previously, our travelers were sent to investigate a mysterious magical emanation. Once they arrived, they fought off some cultists to access what they had been digging up, which was a hatch buried deep in the ground and protected by several locks and puzzles. After gaining entry, they descended the dark hallway that the hatch revealed. Let's see what they find. What do you see? Stairs. There's no rail. Be careful. And I start walking down. Oh, thank you. you. No, sometimes I really am appreciative when you say that because every so often when they don't put rail, like rails on stairs, I always, always get messed up on those stairs. I'm just dragging the dude behind me by the legs. Pretty much. I'll check him every once in a while to make sure he's not dying. Or if he still has a head. Yeah. Did he got his hands tied behind his back? Oh, he's trussed up like a turkey. Okay. So there is absolutely no light down this descending hallway. I got this. Continual flame. A flame equivalent to the brightness of a torch springs forth from an object I touch. The effect looks like a regular flame, but creates no heat and doesn't use oxygen. And it cannot be smothered, can be covered or hidden, but not smothered or quenched. Oh, can I hold it? Sure. What do you want glowing? I don't even know. Well, here, I'm going to light the uh, small stone that I wear with a hole in the center. Take it off and hand it to Tallulah. Oh, I don't thank know. you. It's not that dark in here, guys. Yeah, it's really Why not dark to you? I, I think it's you have better dark. night vision than the rest of us. Uh, we just call it vision. Potato, potato. Well, your vision is excellent, darling, but the rest hey. of us, we need a little help down here. Yeah, All a right. lot of help. I, I can't see crap. And so I would like to actively be listening for any sort of movement or sounds that aren't originating from us. Okay. It is terribly silent. It's not magically silent, but there is no other noise. Is okay. it like still? You know what I'm talking about? Stillness where it's just like mm. you open up no it one's almost been here in a long time. Yeah, because even in a silent cave. It's not unquote, silent. Yeah. It's not yeah. silent. But when there's a general stillness, stillness. that can be eerie. No, so there's yeah. this eerie silence. Mm-hmm. That's there's lurking. no breeze. There's no dripping water. There's no <laughs> sound of possible animal life. There is nothing. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like this. Hey, Jack, tell me about your uncle or your cousin or your grandmother. Yeah, or just, just talk, Larry, please. There's Eddie. There's a... Well, which one do you want to talk about? So Larry has a has a corn dog stand, and he's my uncle. And uh, he's really, you know, he's the one we all work in the force too you know as a side hustle uncle larry likes to he likes to have a corn dog stand and uh, it makes a little extra cash on his side but it's a it's like a family traditional corn dog by that time you've reached <laughs> the end of the stairs and you come into a very large room it's about 50 foot cubed i'm going to take out from my uh my pack a torch and light it okay everything that you've seen so far, going down the stairs, the ceiling, the walls, they're all made of the same metal that the outside mm-hmm. is made from. The floor, the ceiling that you can see is still made from the metal. The walls, not only made of uh, the same metal, but are covered with, seems like maybe there were hooks on the walls, maybe shelves. Lining the walls are various pieces of shaped and fashioned metal, like they were parts of a machine, but no machine that you've ever seen that you mm-hmm. recognize. Mm-hmm. So all the walls are filled with machine parts, just lined with them. Sale, I'm not real versed off uh, any of the transportation methods off land. Does this look like any sort of ship that you've ever seen or even heard of? Looking around, does there appear to be anything that would resemble what you might find on the helm of a ship, of like a, a sailing vessel kind of ship, a steering port or something of that nature? Nothing that could be readily identified as such. Okay. I have a theory. Nothing I think, like anything I ever seen. I think this is a demon factory. 
Yeah. I tell you what, I don't like it. Whatever it is, it makes me uh, a demon uneasy. factory. It's yeah. too quiet. I don't. I don't have all the facts in order yet. Mm-hmm. It's just a working theory. Now, if everyone puts their theory in a bucket, it just stamps out demons. Yeah. Where is everyone? I'm standing probably near the far end of the room, searching for mm-hmm. for anything that looked ship-like. I'm in the middle, just like taking a 360. I don't know. I think this de- this is a demon factory. That's what this mm-hmm. is. I would be fascinated and do everything I can to take every opportunity to be in front. Okay. Tula? Walking in a relatively small circle, holding the light out to each corner of the room. Okay. The uh, doorway that you entered from, uh, a door slams shut, blocking the exit. Well, hell. That seems very demon-like, does it not? There is a light that I cannot describe to you in terms that your characters would immediately understand, but the players most certainly do. There is basically a laser grid that forms at the top of the room and starts sweeping downwards. Just shit. Wow. Uh, what whoa. on earth is that? I don't know, but That's I don't let it touch you. Demon Wooji lights. You see, they you know what they're doing. They're, they're copying our bodies, and they're gonna make more demons out of us. They're gonna make now, though. You know what? Jack, shut guys. up. Finally, there's gonna be some. You're not even making on. any sense. I'm gonna going to try to now. find something to get into, or a way to get between the beams. There is nothing else in this room. I'm going to take my mosa out, mm-hmm. kiss the flask, and throw it in hopes that'll stop it. Okay. The flask flies up. Past the uh, the laser grid, and then back down and lands on the floor. Unless you decide to catch it, I am. It's about halfway down now. I am going to cast. All right. Um, I don't. It didn't destroy the flask. It didn't transport it anywhere either. Casting shield of faith on myself. Okay. I don't think it's going to. That brings your AC to a one. Cause us any harm. Uh, brings me to a thirteen. Yeah, I'm also going to cast shield of faith. And can I get off a uh, fog cloud as well? Sure. All right. Casting Fog Cloud to kind of disguise where everybody's at, because I don't know what the hell this thing is. <laughs> okay. Miss Beauregard, please give me your hand. Okay. And then I put her behind me. Okay. Thank you, Lucius. Always. The grid descends. It washes over you. You feel no effects. It reaches down to the very bottom. You hear a sizzling noise when it encompasses the cultist that you brought in. Does it smell different in you now? And see if he's still alive. He did. Can I uh, spare the dying on him? No, that's just dying. He did. I smell something cooking. How's that guy looking? He did. (laughs) What just happened? I I don't know. Think if I had to put my facts together from when I see we've been judged by a god, and clearly those who were not evil were spared, and those who were were dealt with, punished. Since when does a god use this much machinery? Behind all of the pieces of machinery that line the walls, blue glowing light starts to show. The pieces start hovering just beside the wall, and they start swirling towards the center of the room. Aren't we in the center I'm of the room? I'm Some at the end. I'm at the far end. I'm canceling the wall of fog. All right, it is canceled. It is, uh, none of the pieces are seem to be attacking or hitting anyone who's near the center. It's just sort of assembling itself? Yes, the pieces begin locking into uh, themselves here and there, forming something. I, I'd like to use insight to try to figure out what it's forming. Okay, go for it. I rolled a one. <laughs> oh. so, something yeah. that appears to be an assembly of smaller parts. So uh-huh. it's definitely the small pieces. It's building something. something. Bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to angle my torch at it. But like, I'd like to use my patience to see what happens. <laughs> uh, Lucius has a puzzled look on his face. Is this dwarvish? Maybe gnomish? I, this is fascinating. The pieces finish assembling and there is a large metallic silver mechanical dragon. Don't even think um, about riding it, Jack. It slams its uh, clawed talons on the ground and lets loose a mechanical roar. Zale, you have seen actually a silver dragon. Although this is silver in color because mm-hmm. that's the metal it's made out of, mm-hmm. it is not shaped like a silver dragon. Okay. It's it's not a silver dragon, silver dragon. It's a dragon of silver, but... Mm-hmm. If this is a true dragon, it's intelligent enough to talk to us, right? I'm going to you... speak in draconic and say greetings. It does not appear to respond. 
to your words. It does, however, look very intent on combats. You don't need to roll an insight for that. Roll initiative. 10. 10. 19. A mighty six. Lucius, why don't you go first? What you gonna do with this uh, mechanical dragon staring down at you? Can you describe the environment to me? Is it like we're just in a squared circle of doom or is it- Yeah, you are at this point in a a 50-foot cube of metal, very solid, and there's a mechanical dragon in the middle looking right at you. Hey, Jack. Yeah, what's up? You like to eat? What? All right, then I'll cast haste on him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That so, means my armor is now a... Uh, you get a plus, plus two, two AC. Yeah. You have advantage on all dexterity saving throws. You gain an additional action on each of your turns. This action can only be used to take the attack, dash, disengage, hide, or use an object action. At the very end, you are very lethargic I'm gonna to... after your next turn. Uh, duration up to one minute. Up to one minute, I'm sorry. Oh, a minute. Okay. That's, that's, a card for that's ten too. turns. That's... That's a whole gonna be battle. this fight one way or the other. So my total AC is now up to 23. And my end can, I take out some white sand and blow it towards you. Like, whoa, hey, whoa, woo, ha, hmm, ha. White, white sand, is this cocaine? Did you just get it? Yeah. <laughs> Did you just dose me? This is a fantasy game. That's fantasy cocaine. Oh, hey guys, cocaine. don't you worry about this dragon. I got this dragon. Don't you worry about the dragon. I'm Suddenly I'm going really fast. Yeah. Um, and we can take this. In, in my line of work, we like to call it speed salt. Sure. Speed salt. Sure. Nice. All right, so that is your turn. Speed salt smells really good. (laughs) All right, well, after that, the uh, the dragon gun go. So he is going to reach his head down and attempt to bite at you, Lucius. Sorcerer tank. Not so much. (laughs) So he is he has nabbed you in his metallic jaws. Ah. And he's going to do an uncomfortable amount of damage to you. Is he giving you a massage? Please tell me he's giving you a massage. <laughs> no. It's deep tissue. For 16 points of piercing damage. Very deep tissue. That's a deep tissue massage. Maybe he is part of the hugging cult oh. that my Uncle Lenny taught me about. And, oh. and six points of cold <clears throat> damage. In his, uh, in his jaws, you can feel just this shockingly cold air just emanating around the creature. Don't uh, uh, get too close. And it's going to uh, take a swipe at both Tallulah and Jack with its claws. Oh. Oh, my. It uh, slashes Tallulah Beauregard right along the uh, the side of her arm. Oh. Oh, no, my friend. <laughs> I can just hear the genuine compassion in your voice. That was not sarcasm. I'm really worried about my friends being slashed. For nine points. Not not the ones being eaten, you ass. I was also worried about you. I said friends. And it went to go slash at Jack, but I guess maybe it expected him to be taller. It just (laughs) completely misses. Missed him. Right right above the head. And that is the dragon's turn. Everybody else had a terrible... Those two had tens. Yes, we both had right. tens. What's your dex at? Four, probably 18 like me. 18. You can go first. Aww. Yeah, like Tallulah. Okay. Tallulah. It just uh, slashed your shoulder. What would you it like did. to do? I am extremely unhappy. And I am going to unholster my rifle and shoot it between the eyes. Excellent. Please do so. I'm also going to take a moment to cast a bonus action, and that is my Hunter's Mark. Mm-hmm. I'm praying she doesn't roll a one. Say that? Well, I'm in between its eyes. You mean its mouth? Yeah. <laughs> um, should I describe Hunter's Mark, since we haven't used yeah, it before? Yeah, go for it. You choose a creature you can see within range and mystically mark it as your quarry. Until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 damage to the target whenever you hit it with a weapon attack, and you have advantage on any wisdom perception or wisdom survival check you make to find it. If the target drops to zero hit points before the spell ends, you can use a bonus action on a subsequent turn of yours to mark a new creature. Okay. So it will just get an extra 1d6 every time I hit it. Cool, I love it. My first attack is a 16. It plinks off its armor. Great. All right, well, fortunately, I have an extra attack. Yay, Ranger. This one is going to be a 25. Definitely hits. 11 (laughs) points of damage. Okay. The round uh, thuds right into its head. It definitely has affected it. Excellent. You're you're a great shot. I never didn't have faith. Lucius, you shouldn't tell me such things. I'm in a compromising situation. Please, <laughs> please forgive my lack of formal decorum. You know I'm a crack shot. 
All right, Jack, what you gonna do? All right, I'm gonna take out my shield, take out my rapier, and I and I do the uh, the thing where you spread your arms out. It's like, come at me, bro! And then he's just gonna like jump at the um, he's gonna jump at the dragon and mm-hmm. just start stabbing at its face. Okay. And now yeah. I have I have three actions because of haste. So mm-hmm. you're you're jumping onto his face. Yeah. So are you like kicking Lucius on your way? That's what I'm he's, like. He's well, ju- he's using Lucius as a spring. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying. He's, he's using me as a balance link. My yeah. face. So actually, I, uh, because I'm you know on mm-hmm. your speed. Yeah. Peter, speed speed salt. salt. I just kind of like like hop up on your shoulder and jump from your shoulder onto the forehead of the dragon and start stabbing, stabbing, stabbing. Yeah, you can lose uh, use Lucius as a stepping stone to jump on him and up to the dragon's uh, head. Just start cool? stabbing from there. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Just hop, um, hop, hop. And on the last there. stab, if I could, I would love to and do whatever you want to do with this. I would love to like try to just keep my rapier in and hang on for dear life and just mm-hmm. like, swing get, for a minute. Swing for a minute. He's gonna ride the dragon. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna totally. Try to ride the dragon. So first, I'm going to do. I'm going to start cursing at him, and that's based on my vow of enmity. Uh, enmity. Uh, basically, giving granting me advantage rolls against my. Okay. And the first thing I'm actually going to do, I'm going to cast protection from energy, and this is going to be from cold. I'm going to cast that. It's touch. So when I climb up on Lucia's shoulders, I'm actually going to touch Lucia's. Don't worry, bud. And he's going to have a sheen of cold uh, energy shield. Mm-hmm. Coming over him, so Lucius now has da, 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 he has resistance towards cold. Thank you, I Four appreciate that. Hour. Okay, so that's one action. I have haste and I have two attacks. Yeah, do it. I'm just gonna attack. First one was 17. No, it's one attack. Rapier glances off its metal armor. The second one, which I want to use to just drive right into like its uh, its cheek or forehead or wherever you say I drive it into, mm-hmm. um, that's going to be a 24. Yeah, you can drive it right into its faceplate. All right, and I'm just going to be hanging off of it for, mm-hmm. he's going to only take five points of damage. Okay, that's better than no points of damage. Now as I take it, oh, I really don't like you. I'm just going to go ahead, the thing where you add more damage, divine spite. Oh, when you hit, you can expend one spell slot. Okay. And I'm going to do 2d8 worth of damage. Could do it. For another 12 points, all radiant. It is damaged. All right. Like, stop clawing and trying to eat my friends, you giant metal piece of shit. <laughs> and I'm swinging off its faceplate now. If he, uh, if he's going to go bite somebody, I'm... Understood. Whee! I will take that into account. All right. Hey, Zale, you haven't done anything yet. What would you like to do? I am going to, um, first I'm going to try to address it in primordial, um, which is, you know, the language of the planes. Mm-hmm. And I want to try to say, uh, guardian of these halls, will you allow us to pass? Uh, it responds in primordial. If ye be worthy. Casting shatter. <laughs> and I'm positioning it so that it's not going to hit the two friends hanging on his head. It's mm-hmm. a ten foot radius. Sure. So I'm putting the sphere in a location that is gonna hit him. Yeah, you but can not do it. them. And I'm going to use channel divinity to do maximum damage since it's thunder damage. So that'll be forty again. Okay. And what sort of save does this thing have? DC sixteen. Uh, it's a con save. It easily resists. Okay, so it, it takes half damage. Okay, and what's the half damage? 20. He says if we're worthy, he'll let us pass. That's and... real nice, but uh, can you... So, back to the top of the round. I believe that was Lucius. I'm going to polymorph myself then. Okay, and into what? Either an Ankylosaurus or a giant ape. Fucking choose, man. I'm All right. boss. Well, if I have a choice, I'm going to choose a, a, a T-Rex, because that's the highest one you can get. Yeah. yeah. If you can do it, yeah. you can fucking do it. You see uh, Lucius go, oh, you want to talk about biting? He's going to pull out a marshmallow out of one of his pouches and struggle to get it into his mouth and nom, nom, nom. And then I'm going to cast Polymorph myself into a T-Rex. Can you say Fuzzy Bunny? Fuzzy Bunny. All right. That's fair enough. Well, that's you... a little disturbing. Now it's a T-Rex v. Dragon. What did you do to my friend, you stupid dragon? <laughs> I don't think the dragon did it. Oh. All right. Well, now there is a uh, giant mechanical dragon and a T-Rex. This is the best game. That is just so stylish. <laughs> it's the most stylish T-Rex you've ever seen. Huh. Does it have a cape but nothing else? Like a nice cape? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> It absolutely does. So a T-Rex with a cape is now going toe-to-toe with a dragon. A mecha dragon and a T-Rex walk into a bar. <laughs> I am really jealous. Which is funny, because you think one of them would have ducked. I don't know. 
Oh. Oh. I've been waiting all summer for Mecha Dragon versus T Rex. <laughs> it's finally out. You it's like a it. bad Godzilla movie. Yeah, this is like the best Godzilla movie. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, in response, the Mecha Dragon goes to bite on one of your tiny little T Rex arms. What's your AC now that you're a T Rex? 13. It's going to bite your tiny little T Rex arm. Yeah. yeah. Off. If you're polymorphed and your arm gets bitten off when you transform back, are you missing an arm? I think you get to choose. What body part do you want? 15 points of piercing damage as he bites right into your soft, delicious T-Rex shoulder. All right, so now let's get into that uh, delicious claw stuff, right? Mm. Mm. I love those claw Mm -hmm. actions. So he's going to try to claw it, Zale. And claw it back. Zale, you take the dragon goes to swipe at you right across the chest for 10 points of claw damage. (laughs) It's uh, slashing. And uh, Jack, it just can't seem to figure out just how I'm small like you are. Yeah, no, I'm just, just like a, you're zipping a around. Damn fruit just, fly. I'm just like stabbing at its forehead, like go, no, no. You're a no. stabby fruit fly. I'm a stabby little fruit fly. Yeah, yeah it goes. To, it's trying to get you off of its head, but it just can't figure out where you are. It's, it's like he's trying to swipe away a smudge, but yeah. he's not never in the right place. You're like, no, a little up. Oh, no, there's little, an ant on his face. Like when you say, no, no, it's on your left cheek, and then someone's like, mm-hmm. hey, hold on. Yeah, I'm. I'm I'm going to make you make an athletics sure. roll yeah, as he tries to this, shake you off. In this action movie scene, I really would love to know. Athletics or acrobatics? Yeah, athletics. It's just holding on for dear life, and that's going to be athletics. That's not my thing. I got a one. No, no. I mean, I didn't roll a one. I had right. a two, and I have yeah. an athletics of a, a negative, negative one. one. Yeah. Nice. So he, uh, you're, you're able to hold on to your rapier, but he does fling you off. All right. So. And uh, just... Just for flavor, I'm going to make you take four points of damage as you slam onto the floor after falling off of this dragon. Oh, it's only right. I take it. Well, oh, uh, that's right what he's back doing. Up so, Tallulah, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm panicking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, that sounds about right. First, I, I think I would like to try and step slightly out of range of those horrific claws well it uh it doesn't take much uh spatial awareness to realize there's not really an out of range in this room oh damn it all right well i guess i'll just keep shooting it then okay does it have any genitals aim for that well that's awfully uncouth of you jack (laughs) i don't care right now okay when at all costs right now 26 to hit and that's gonna hit 11 points of damage all right that's the first attack and I get a second. Just gonna be twenty-one to hit. Hits. Fifteen. All right. The the rounds sink right into its uh, its metal self. Soften. Yes, into its components. Mm-hmm. It does not appear to have liked that. This is a construct. Correct. Uh, do I get any particular bonuses for a favorite enemy? Do you have constructs as a favorite enemy? I do. That it counts. I want to look for weaknesses in this construct. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. It doesn't have any specific weak points. Okay. It was worth checking. Jack. Yeah. You just uh, slammed on the floor because a dragon shook you off of it. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah, what would you like to do? Pick myself back up like I always do. Nice. And uh, what I'd like to do, and I'll try to climb up its neck mm-hmm. to like get on it and start stabbing at it at like the top of its head. Like I'm going to try to ride this thing. All right, so I'm going to try to stab climb this thing. Okay. So is that like a stab and then do a, do an uh, acrobatics roll or something like that? Or? Yeah, basically. Okay. Well, I'm going to do three attacks then. And you can stab, acrobatics, stab. That's how that'll work out. Well, that's a 10 to hit. That's, that's not going to hit. You just can't, your rapier can't find purchase in its If I can't find purchase, scales. I guess I shouldn't try that roll for an acrobatics check to get in. So second step, that's a 19. That's going to hit? Uh, 17. Oh, just to hit? Mm-hmm. No. That's not going okay. to hit. So I only hit one time, because I was all, with all my advantages. And all but those. that was high enough to do an acrobatics if you wanted to jump up after that first hit. Mm-hmm. That's nine points of damage. Okay. I'm going to burn another spell slot to uh, do uh, my smiting. Okay. So he's going to be smitten. That's another five points of damage. Radiant. Okay. Every bit helps. So I stab him, and I just used here uh, a bunch of cursing and expletives. And some glowing light. <laughs> okay. And you're able to swing yourself up, and uh, now you have a hold like halfway up the dragon. Cool. 
My next round, I'm going to attempt to ride this fucking dragon. Zale. How crazy do I want to be? <laughs> I have a thought. Um, are there any areas of exposed mechanisms on him? Yeah, here and there. All right. I, oh boy, I am going to use my bonus action to dash up to mm-hmm. one of those locations, pull out my thieves tool, and start tinkering to shut parts of him down. <laughs> nice. Love it. All right, roll it. All right. That's a 14. You're not able to do anything significant, but you uh, are there long enough to get sort of a gist of how the mechanisms inside are working. Awesome. I'm just, and I'm going to uh, hide under him. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. (laughs) That would be 13. Okay. Noted. All right. Back to the top of the round. Lucius, what you doing? Um, I'm going to pull out my my best Grimlock impersonation Uh and just try to, like, bite into this dinosaur. All right. What's this? Uh, 29 to hit. Uh, That's going to hit. Nice. It's just Lucius Nosh. I love it if the dinosaur could talk, but it's somewhat just like that. (laughs) (laughs) The big head and tiny arms. 47 points of damage. How much? 47 piercing. 47? Did you say 47? Nice. 4012 plus 7 piercing damage. And it's not a medium-sized creature, so it doesn't auto-get grappled. That just ups the damage is taken by half at this point. (laughs) It's piercing. I'm not sure if that matters or not. Thank you for telling me. All right. It doesn't, but thank you for telling me. And everyone, that is the power of my magic mushrooms and my speed salt. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really liking your speed salts. This is really great. They're helping me out a whole lot. Thank you. (laughs) I think Lucius has got the hookup, (laughs) y'all. All right, yeah, it, um, at this point, you can see that the mechanisms that are running the dragon are failing. It is not running as smoothly as it did before. It's uh, clinking and clanking as it's going along. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is uh, Lucius. Is that, uh, you only get the one attack? Yeah, well, that... I, I get two, but I have to use the other one on another target, so since she hasn't taken any damage, I'm gonna, oh, no, I'm good. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, is anybody looking like worse for wear? I was in my previous yeah. form. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, All right. Cat. Well, in that case, it's um, yeah, it's the dragons go again, and he his attention is focused solely on Lucius now. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. a T Rex that just chomped his face. He <laughs> real mad. <laughs> he started this. So uh, remind me, what's your AC as a T Rex? Thirteen. Thirteen. All right. God, I just love this T Rex versus dragon fight we have going. I know on. it's this pretty is amazing. amazing. This is in my mind. This is one of the most amazing fights. <laughs> this is uh, absolutely D and D kaiju. I have waited my entire yes. life for this moment right here. He's going to bite you just solidly in the the side of the neck for twenty eight points of piercing damage. They are going back and forth. Yeah. This is great. For the listeners at home, in case you're curious, in the room with us are actually a plush dragon mm-hmm. and a plush T-Rex. We yeah. might have to make them fight and take a little picture for you. Yeah. I, and I then he swipes his claws both at you, mm-hmm. at uh, one on each side. So it's going in Richard's sides. Uh, one for 10 slashing damage and another for 13 slashing damage. Yikes. Is this a metaphor for like Luton Dagger versus Stellar Arcanum? A Stellar Arcanum. Hey, it's no rivalry. Oh, well, it's the dragon has Luton Dagger on his foot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. They're equal size plushies, too. Yeah. So, you know, like... Um, ow. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> that's the appropriate reaction. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, the dragon has had his go. So we're going to uh, slide right on over to Tallulah. You know, if y'all could back up for the next round, I could shoot this asshole with lightning. In the meantime, 27 to hit. That's a hit. 11 points of damage. Taken. Second attack is only going to be 12. Plinks off what's left of his armor. Clink. Jack, you're holding on to, like, the, the midsection of this dragon. Ah! <laughs> well, and they're also kaiju fighting. <laughs> yes, in the middle of all of so. this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ride this fucking dragon. It's the last thing I do today. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna do Forever. Another, I'm going to do another stab climb. Okay. That's uh, 21. That hits. That's, that's uh, attack number one. Attack number two is uh, 18 plus 8, so 26. It hits. Attack three is another 26. So three, three hits. So clung onto its midsection, you manage to stab him three good times with your rapier. How much damage is that doing? That would be 30 points of 
halfling damage. Nice. Just cursing halfling, and each halfling and each rat. and each time it's me just trying to pull out the uh, ra- rapier and pull myself back up and climb Aww. it with with more uh, rapier stabs. You're a rathling. Make me yeah. an acrobatics check. <laughs> sure, I can do acrobatics. Oh, it'd be fifteen. Okay. Yeah, you're able to get to right around his shoulder. So yeah, stab, climb up, stab, climb up, stab, climb up. And he's like, ah! <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so I'm on his shoulder now, right? Yes, you nice. are. I just had right. this this vision of Mad Margaret, Mad Mardigan from Willow, oh, but yeah. and Willow's body, but actually on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so you are right there where like uh, the T-Rex is biting. Yeah. Like, like, ah, just... ah, ah, this was a bad idea. This was a bad idea. But I, I'm doing it anyways. All right, Zale, what you doing? All right. So since I I got the uh, the insight on it last round, mm-hmm. and my passive insight is twenty two, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if I can try to hack it again with advantage. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give it to you. Awesome. You have got to be kidding me. <laughs> is that double one? It is double ones. How did you even do that? I don't know. What are the odds? That's amazing. Wow. I think that needs a photograph. One in a hundred. That is one in a hundred. What am I saying? Ridiculous. No, one in four hundred. Yeah, I was about to say, it's it about one. It's a lot more than that. I mean, one in four hundred is right. Yeah, sorry. I... Yeah. So I that... just slash, like, slam my face into it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I got, pff, oh. <laughs> Like, as I got this, I got this, I got this, bing! And, um, is there, for, like, a metallic thud that just, like, ding? There kind of is, yeah, yeah. For um, my bonus action, mm-hmm. I am going to cast Healing Word on Lucius. So, let's see, it's going to be wow. 10, 14, 18 points. All right. Excellent turn. Lucius. I'm not really accustomed to playing a kaiju. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but oh, but you should remember that spell. I, I don't want to continue to bite it, but I'd like to uh, grapple it or pin it so where it can't cause me any harm. Is that a possibility? Not You're with your tiny little arms. You got, just bite its fucking neck right. off, dude. Then, then I'm you going might to, be able to swipe its tail and knock it prone. No, it doesn't do that. It just does a ten foot knockback. Uh, but I'm going to do. I'm going to bite it again. Okay. Kill it, monster Lucius. Kill it. Seventeen to hit. It does not hit. All right. Your uh, your teeth bounce off of its uh, armor. You can't quite find purchase enough to do any real damage. How ratchet is it looking at this point? Uh, it, it, real bad. All right. So with uh, all of that, it's going to give uh, it's going to give Lucius one another good bite. It's uh, it's not used to fighting anything your size. <laughs> <I> just, uh, <laughs> it just kind of misses as it as it tries to reach for you. But its claws, on the other hand, let's see what they do. Yeah, it's gonna go one for Tallulah, one for Jack. It, it gonna hit. It's gonna hit Tallulah real bad. Oh no! <laughs> Did it crit Tallulah? It, it crit. It crit oh, on Tallulah. Oh no! Fuck. Jack's current AC is twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh no! Oh yeah, it hit you. Oh, you don't have to smile so. Good. Oh yeah. I do. <laughs> Well, You're do. smiling like anytime I hit you, and it's not mm-hmm. like a. It's not exactly. fun. And it's not like, like a flop. It's not like He's, you know uh... a DM like I just gotta dish out some damage or something. Yeah. It's a lot of rolling dice. Yeah, it's it a lot of a lot of clinking I'm hearing. <laughs> Tulu, he's going to gouge you with his claws for 22 points of piercing damage. Oh, oh my! Uh, help! And Jack is going to slice at you for 13 points of piercing damage. Ow! <laughs> really hurt right now. But in the uh, movie context, like, ow! And he's going to try to shake you off of him, making an uh, acrobatics roll. That's a 10. Okay. All right. He uh, shakes you off again. Shit! <laughs> and you fall back on the floor for four points of bashing damage. It's Sorry. just oomph right on the ground again. The, uh, I'm Lucius, not doing that again. The That's Lucius like T Rex kind of looks at you and. and Clearly disappointment. <laughs> you're not mad at me, right? You like you're just disappointed. Okay. You never, you never knew a T-Rex could be so disappointed. But <laughs> you just have your little tiny T-Rex arms, just kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tallulah. Now it's your go. Lucius, Jack, I'm awfully sorry about this, but this cannot continue. I'm going to cast Lightning Arrow. Love it. (laughs) 
She knocks an arrow. It crackles with electricity. <laughs> Monstalicious. Not if you know what she's talking about. I don't know what she's talking about. The next time you make a ranged weapon attack during the spell's duration, the weapon's ammunition, or the weapon itself, if it's a thrown weapon, transforms into a bolt of lightning. Make the attack roll as normal. The target takes 4d8 lightning damage on a hit or half as much on a miss instead of the weapon's Why normal Why is she damage. crackling with magical lightning energy? <laughs> Whether you hit or miss, each creature within 10 feet of the target must make a deck saving throw. Each of these creatures takes 2d8 lightning damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. So it's going to be all three of you. And it's for up to one minute. Why did you just apologize to me? What's I'm... going on? Well, darling, I'm about to hit you with some stray lightning. Not on the first try. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be 15 to hit. That's uh, going to be a miss. Yeah. All right. How about 22? That's going to hit. All right. Miss me. So was that the very next shot or the shots of the next round? For the Up to one minute. Up to one minute. Okay. That's the gotcha. entire, the rest of this fight then. Yeah. And I get two attacks Help. per round. <laughs> okay. So it, it hits. Excellent. So he is going to take 15 lightning damage to the dragon. Does it take a is spell it? modifier into account? Does it take the full no, damage? it doesn't say. Yeah. Okay, so 15. I'll, I'll make my deck save. Take it. So go ahead and roll everybody else's damage. All right. Everybody else's damage is so going to be... What do we... Do we have a save that we can roll? Two and six is eight. It's a deck save. Versus... Uh, my spell save DC is 15. Yeah, nope. I beat it. I did not. All right, then you take half. So you take four. You take eight. Okay. Grimlock failed. <laughs> That's the Eight. first damage I've taken in this fight. Friendly fire. <laughs> I said I was sorry. <laughs> All right. The, Frankly, uh, Zale, I didn't expect it to hit you. I just knew it was going to hit she was both the gentleman there. there. With its I'm under it. <laughs> oh, I didn't see you there. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So she shoots lightning at the beast, electrifying everyone around it. She, she's lightning at everyone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She's lightning at everyone. And the dragon has taken so much damage at this point, its pieces disassemble. Oh, no. Begin swirling around, and the individual pieces lock back on the sides of the walls of the room. Oh, thank I'm goodness. Nice. I'm going to kneel down and kind of nudge Jack to get on are top of me. Still, are we alive? I'm going to try to put you on top of my head. Are we alive? We oh, are that's alive. A good, but... That's a good monstalicious. I'm going to wait because yeah. presumably something is about to happen. Oh, good call. Something is about to happen. Oh, I'm going to put him on my neck, ride. and we're just going to do this huge roar, like dual romance roar mm. on the T-Rex. Roar! Because I'm, yeah, I'm going to be on his neck at this point, mm. riding that T-Rex. Love it. Modern life is busy, and schedules fill up faster than you realize. So we know it can be hard to get out to the moors and harvest your shade blossoms before the full moon leaves its zenith. And who can find time to scout the best graves for dust and bones? That's why there's Rosalind's Shadow Boutique. We've assembled all the best materials that allow you to channel the best dark arts. You can find us on Nodal Prime. Just follow the beacon. Casting quality necromancy is difficult. Getting quality components shouldn't have to be. All right, we have defeated this <clears throat> dragon <throat> construct. Yeah. So as soon as the pieces are fixed back on the walls where they came from, a chamber opens on the far side of the wall from where you entered in, and oh. four structures emerge from it. They slide into the room. For the player's benefit, they look kind of like, I think, back to tanks. They are clear cylinders filled with a bubbling liquid with uh, looks like some uh, equipment at the bottom of it, some uh, monitoring equipment tubes. Uh, the liquid inside is silvery. It looks perhaps like almost um, quicksilver, a, a bubbling but not hot to the touch liquid. In front of each of the cylinders is a plate of glass with a glowing handprint on them. What in the same hell is that? Um, this is the door. Anybody ever seen something like this? Never. Well, the, the doorway itself is clearly not T-Rex. There is no doorway. Right. The chamber that opened was just large enough for these tanks to slide into the room. 
There is currently still no exit. So the door that you walked in is still sealed off. So we're still like a uh, 50 by 50 room that just has, now it just has four tanks that have like camp prints on them and stuff in the tanks. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of stumble around Azale in my T-Rex form and just kind of polymorph back. Yeah. Fall over in front of you. All right. Spare the dying mm-hmm. so he doesn't die. <laughs> so he's stable mm-hmm. at zero. I'm going to cast Prayer of Healing, which is, it takes 10 minutes to cast. And everyone will get teen 22 back for everybody. Oh, thank you, Zale. Hey. Oh, thank you, Zale. Oh, I'm in your debt. I appreciate that. Uh, you're a peach, Zale. Thank you so much. Uh, not at all. Um, Remember, you are lethargic and barely move. The side effects of haste. Oh, I can barely move now? Let me just go ahead. I'm coming off my high. If you want, I can do that one more time. I uh, know. I'm good. I'm just, I just need to sit down for a second. I just need to take a knee. Taking a knee right now. What's up with these things? Anybody know? I have no idea. Let me take a look. Yeah, this looks mechanical and stuff. So why don't you uh, take a look? Yeah, go up and inspect them. You said that's just, there's handprints on top of them. How close to each other are they located? And there are is... they both right hands, both left hands? So there is one panel on each tank mm-hmm. with a glowing red handprint. Okay. That seems to be uh, embedded into the tank. What are some more questions? Are they both right hands? Are they both left hands? Or are they well, one of each? Well, there's four, total of four oh. panels with handprints oh, one okay. for each tank. Uh, they, they're all right hands. Four of them, four of us. Hey. I mean, I can see what's supposed to happen here. Hey. I just don't know that I want to do it. Uh. I could, could ask Valcour for guidance. Jack, you go first. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to go up there and put my hand on it. It's, it's one of the hands. You can ask your God for uh, whatever you'd like to, if you'd like to. If, you, if that makes you feel better. Are they all the same size? I mean, this is not meant to make light of his stature, but is like one like child size hand? No. Or are they all like normal hand size? They are all a... sized for human hands. Okay. So for the cinematic moment of this, is is it... High enough that I can put slap my hand up, or do I have to kind of jump? You can easily <laughs> reach it. Okay, good. You have to reach up a little bit, but you can easily funny. reach it. It would be funny to me if I had to like jump and like slap my hand up, like I'm, yeah, okay. And I'm gonna go first. I'm just gonna put my hand on one of them and just, I'm gonna choose the one that's just the furthest left, I guess, if I had to. Okay. All right, you put your hand on it. The mark turns green instead of red. Delula, this is a bad decision. You should go second. Why should I go second if it's a bad decision? Because clearly you were on your game and you didn't go first. Lucius, why don't you go second? I was just a giant dinosaur. I already made my mistakes. Hey guys, you realize I get to lower this over you the entire time, right? That I went first and I had, you know... I hit you all with lightning! I think you both should put your hands on it at the same time, Persuasion. Alright, ready? <laughs> ready? Alright. Three. Two. Two. One. one. I'm just going to make sure nobody falls over dead. (laughs) All right, so it's... You devious man. Ladies first. It is our way. When you put your hands on them, the red hand mark turns green, each of you. Uh, I suppose I should do this then, huh? Zale, it's your turn, huh? It would be quite awkward if you did not. All right. right. Go up to the last one and trepidatiously places her hand on the handprint. All right. Uh, Zale places her hand on the handprint. The mark turns from red to green. The tanks of swirling metallic liquid open. The liquid comes flooding out. What kind of liquid is it? Metallic, perhaps. Oh, it like looks like silver? mercury. Oh, yeah, quicksilver. Flooding out where? Uh, directly onto each of you from your respective tanks. Oh. Me- I'm actually all right with this. <laughs> how, how does it feel? <laughs> Tingly. Oh. The fluid engulfs each of you. Is tingling good or bad? Is tingling good or bad? You're not able to speak. Oh. You are overwhelmed with an arcane power, a divine power, power that you do not recognize or understand. You can feel the material swirling around you. You begin having visions. Starts by being confused. You forget for just a moment where you are. You can see other places, people, things. You've never experienced anything quite like this. It's difficult to put into place or words, but you can see people, stars, entire worlds at a distance. The feeling of speed, the feeling of power, the feeling of ambition and need. I love it! The metal falls away. 
you find yourself in different clothes than you were wearing previously. You are wearing a very slim fit suit of metallic and cloth armor. It is silver and blue. You are each wearing helmets now that you can see through quite easily. It uh, encompasses your entire head. You feel amazing. All of your wounds have been healed. All any negative stat effects, status effects have been healed. Do we feel like we've rested? Yes, you feel like you've had a long rest. And on each of your thighs, there is attached to the side uh, slim metallic rods. That is what you see. I think I might have had too many mimosas on the way here. Maybe mimosas. We we cut back on them a little bit. Well, next time, huh? I think I now know what it's like to to kiss Mister Lula Beauregard. Oh, that's not the, this is not the time for that. You hear each other's voices directly from within the helmets. Oh. Oh. Not like you were hearing them from outside. You hear them inside. What was that? What happened to us? You sound incredibly clear. And close. Way too close. We'll define too close. (laughs) Four in a helmet is a little too cozy. I'm going to go about uh, 20 feet off. Like, can you still hear me clearly like you uh, like I was next yeah, to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no no need yes, to yell. It's perfect. It's perfect. Can you hear me clearly? That oh. I'm... Jack, just a normal tone will do, oh. honey. All right. I'm just going to drop to my knees and start praying silently. Okay. Any specific direction or intention to the prayer? Just Valcor, be with me. Stand with me. Guide me. Protect me. That kind of thing. Um, and illuminate my mind. All right. I think we need to let Victor know about this. Are we still in the same room that we always were in? I, like, do we see each other? Yes. Or, or yes, you can see each other quite clearly. And we're the, the helmets do not impede your vision. Hmm? Is we're that still what in the cave. We're in? You're still are we in the same room. The same thing? Yeah. Look, uh, the paws are gone at this point. By the way, so now you're. Oh wow. Yeah, you are. Uh, you look like anybody else. You all. We're all wearing this this thing. I there mean, is I an alarm blue, that begins this... to sound. It's very loud. Alarm. So we're seeing. I am this. alarmed. I'm gonna put my. Lucius is gonna put his hands where his horns would be. Yes, the uh, the helmet has formed along to your horns. I'm gonna try to take it off like a traditional helmet. Does it budge at all? The moment you try, the helmet recedes automatically. Oh. There is a voice that speaks. It says, "Preparing for emergency shift." Everyone can understand it, but Lucius. Wait, what? Preparing for emergency shift. What language was that in? I. What are y'all hearing? Oh, you hear a voice. You yeah. can't understand it. Well, what are they, what are they saying? Prepare. Uh, preparing for emergency shift. Does shifting mean anything to you? Uh, dimensional door, shifting of planes, shifting. Preparing for emergency shift. Imminent. What? Okay. Uh, should we leave? Should we be leaving? There is a doorway that opens on one of the side walls. Okay. Well, that opened. Um, you want to see what's going on mm. over there? I. There seems to be a lot of ruckus going on here. Can we get back out of this room? No, that, that door's not open anymore. Can we bust it open? Mm. Engaging emergency shift in three, two, one. Start uh, running towards the door. One. So where is everyone at this point? You're running towards the door, Lucius. I got mm-hmm. that. Where's everyone else? I'm in prayer. You're in prayer. Sales in prayer. Gotcha. <laughs> Still standing in roughly the same area, uh, hands held at each side, just kind of a little bit baffled. Okay. I'm going to go and start praying to uh, Uncle Lenny, <laughs> <laughs> Aunt, Aunt Dot. Uh-huh. You know? Aunt Dot. Everyone Look, has an Aunt Dot, yeah. don't they? Look, Aunt Dot, if I never see you again, I promise if, if, I, if I do see you again, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure I, uh, I, I will. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to babysit for you because I always said I wouldn't. I was always saying I was busy, right, but so I wasn't really this busy. Time, there is yeah. a bright flash of light and a sense of movement. Everywhere, There's no particular direction, just movement. At this point, uh, the only one that can see it is Lucius. Lucius, you've, uh, you're running through the door. In the door, it's a, <clears throat> through there, it's one of those things where, again, it's uh, there's no great words for your character to understand it, but it's for you as a player and the listeners at home to understand, you have just entered in to the bridge of a ship. You're basically in, a, in an enormous cockpit. There is a view screen on the far side. When this all begins, 
They, uh, all you see is uh, darkness, and through the light, maybe just a little bit of dirt that looks like behind the glass wall. After the shift of light, there are swirls of light, patterns that you see through the, the glass wall that you cannot understand or describe. And after it is done, you see stars. You see stars like it was a night sky. But instead of just a night sky, you also see a planet. You, very unlikely that your character understands what it is to see a planet from space, but that is what you are seeing. And there is also a tremendous amount of asteroids and debris just around, floating around in space where you are. This is on the screen. This is on the screen. <clears throat> Do I feel any sense of, uh, of motion? Not after the, the shift is complete. No, you don't. So the shift, there was uh, maybe like a feeling of like being in a tram in, a, in the airport where there's a little bit of movement left and right, or is it just like... Let's see. I believe, to, to quote the great Douglas Adams, it was rather unpleasantly like being drunk. No, it is. So what's so wrong with being drunk? And then you say, ask a glass of water. Mm. And then I, then I don't see any of my fellow companions anywhere. Well, they're behind you. We're in the room you just ran out of. You oh. see us. Oh, okay, okay. Are y'all all right? I'm okay. Wait, do you still have your helmet off? Yeah. So, can we hear him? We can hear stuff around us. No. Right? No? You, you can't hear him through your helmets. Anymore. I'm yelling, are y'all all right? You can hear him now at a distance. I'm fine, Lucius. How are you? Her voice comes out like a like a speaker. This is all very disconcerting. And also to my to my cousin Rich. The alarm sounds again. Proximity alerts. Collision imminent. And the ship shakes. Okay, that gets my attention. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that snaps me out of my... Uh... I'm just going to start waving, come here. going to run that way. Okay. Yeah. Collision imminent. The ship shakes again. All right. I'm Collision. also going to try to take my helmet off. The uh, moment you try, it just sort of disappears. It withdraws into okay. the armor itself. Zale, we're on a ship. You need to pilot this thing. Right. Looking for some means of steering that, or mm-hmm. anything that looks mm-hmm. like it would be mm-hmm. a... You're on a spaceship. Yeah. You don't see any wheels to turn. You don't see any rudders to make. Okay, hold All on, right. hold Insight. on. Is there anything that has navigational Ooh, like accessories on it? Do I see anything that has a map near it or any sort of things that looks like coordinates or anything like that? Yes. You can see something that, uh, with your insight, you feel that it would generally suit that purpose, but you don't understand what you're seeing. I'm going to run over and start messing with it anyways. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> start okay. trying to figure it out. I'm going to roll an investigation to help her out with trying to uh, figure out what she needs to do. Because you don't you still have your helmet on, right? So it would yeah. be easier to communicate with you if I had my helmet on, too. So I'm going to put my helmet back on. Perception, Next. looking for ways to assist. 27. Right, so you're fiddling with dials at this point? Trying to find what seems to be a, a means of control. Yeah, I'm looking control, for steering right. with her investigating stuff, too. So, yeah. All right. Uh, you just, uh, you've been on enough ships. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're able to deduce oh. which would be the station that controls the maneuvering. Uh, you see some controls. There's like a yeah. joystick and just other sort of bar that you're not, just, doesn't know what to do. Right. And do you trust me? No, but do it anyways. All right. I'm going to start just gently, very gently. Controls offline. Um, Descent put, imminent. Put um, controls online. Unable to comply. Whoa, hey, it answered back. Why are the controls offline? What is offline? Damage to control systems. I don't understand. What Where's the damage? Who are you talking to? Computer, it's answering. Modified twenty. The voice is answering. I don't yeah. hear any voices. The the planet, because everybody sees the star oh. field when in the cockpit. Yeah. yeah. The planet is getting bigger. <sighs> oh, now this is fun. <laughs> okay, tell me where the damage is. Where does it hurt? Damages are extensive. How do I fix damages? Damage must be repaired. How do I repair damage? Tools. <sighs> right. Okay. I'm going to look around that voice just the call controlling us a area and see yeah. if there's anything yes. that looks ah. messed up. You don't up. have your helmet on. You can't understand no. the voice. He told me to put the. Oh, you do have your. Okay. I, I, now you can sorry, understand was, the voice. Uh, yeah. For so the, for the viewers at home, yeah, listeners at I, home. Uh, yeah. At a certain point, Jack nudges um, Lucius and says, "Put your helmet on. <laughs> All <right>. <laughs> Join <laughs> the party." Sorry, I missed that. So thank you for informing me and the listeners. So mm-hmm. yes, now that your helmet is on, you can understand the voice. I'm looking for anything that looks wrong or damaged or 
like it's not connected in a way that seems like it would make sense from a sure just in the cockpit yeah okay well there are panels beneath the terminals that you can open relatively easily and it's all jacked like you don't know how it's supposed to be but you know it's not supposed to look like that we got a problem what's Um, the problem this is descending at dangerous velocity where 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 zale what's messed up What's, what's broken mending okay some of what is broken begins to repair itself. Even some of the loose wiring starts assuring itself back up. You are slowly uh, repairing some of the damage that you see. I'm not looking up. That's okay. <laughs> All right. I'm staring straight up like, ah! Um, You're not helping, Jack! Like, I'm not helping as in I'm making things worse. I'm not helping as I'm literally not helping, because I don't know. Well, if this is the last 45 seconds of my life, I'd prefer to have, think happy thoughts and be among friends. Yes, well, mimo- have some mimosa, Jack. <laughs> well, as we, as these we are start- definitely not the last moments of our lives. I do not die this way. Valkor, guide us home. Impact imminent. Praise for impact. I am going to cast Gust of Wind okay. blowing upwards from the ground towards us once we start getting close. <laughs> oh, that is one hell of a visual, actually. On a spaceship, that, that's blowing my mind right now. Yeah, that's a really good... Okay, give me something good. Give me, give me a reason to let this work. I'm going to basically call on Valcor to deliver us safely to shore. Valcor being the the god of the sailors. He's the one that they turn to to mm-hmm. arrive back home safely. And as she calls on him, she pulls out a legume seed and she puts it in her mouth and bites down on it, takes a deep breath and just starts exhaling and blowing. And she's blowing in the direction of the ground so that wind that picks up speed recoils mm-hmm. and sort of pushes the ship back. It causes the uh, ship to be delayed in its impact. Okay. You are in the most panic, dangerous moment of your entire life. Oh, it's thrilling, no? the planet rushing up towards your face. You're about to crash directly into it. You can tell immediately your god is not here. But there is power here. Tell me more. Whatever you are, whoever you are that stands watch over these souls, deliver us safely and I will serve. Do All right. We hear that. Hear her talking. Yeah. Yeah. It's in primordial. I you cast in primordial. No, I don't. You understand it completely. What we do? You oh. got the hood. You got the helmet on. Oh, sail. You are shooting towards the ground. You're aiming right at it. You uh, you pass through the atmosphere. Things start burning around you on re-entry. I don't stop. As you start uh, shooting forward towards the ground, the closer you get, you are your descent begins to slow, little by little. Some of it uh, with the impact of the atmosphere. Some of it you can feel the power flow through you of mm-hmm. the air and the winds and the storm. The feeling of the storm is familiar. It's different, but mm-hmm. familiar. And as you rush past, there is the ship begins to nearly crash into the ground and you feel it, that cushion of air rushing against it, preventing it from mass destruction. And it hits, the ship hits the ground. It does. Yeah. But not nearly the catastrophic landing that it could have been. I'll take it. But you are all knocked out. (laughs) And that's our episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks to continue our adventure. We're just starting out and we know that nothing beats word of mouth. So if you've enjoyed yourself, maybe rope a friend or two into the story. And if you're crazy generous and you want to be a ground-level supporter, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash stellararcanum. We have some fun rewards up there. Stellar Arcanum was produced by me, Adam Jones, edited by Maretta Pettigrew, music by Sam Lee at Clockwork Doll Studios, and if you want to know more about us or the show, check out our website at stellararcanum.com. And please, travel safe. <laughs>